0: Hello and welcome to Bomb Squad, the podcaster's podcast. My name is Andrew Muggleton and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Chris Lane. How are you?
1: Full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. I'm doing very well, thank you. i um, just enjoying life, enjoying... I'm enjoying recording podcasts in my living room, which we haven't mm. done. The second it's quite time. a change of environment it's... and I feel like our output
0: has significantly increased.
1: Yeah, I think part of it is that we've got the dog, my dog, just sort of lying there in front of us while we do it. He's Hello, really, Romeo. How are you? He's very energetic today. He's sleeping as He nice. looks like he could be dead. <laughs> I see a slight movement from the rib cage. I wondered about this. I, I saw someone debating this again. I think my wife mentioned it the other day, and I've got a question for you. Wait, but I'm your wife. <laughs> I'm your <laughs> my wife. Um, when you do you wash your legs? No, no. I
0: think. Look. I I've also had this in an, in another WhatsApp group saying oh, okay. like do you do you um like shower gel and stuff like do do you rub down your legs and stuff yeah I do so I I do the pits yeah so I I put it into the hand and I've actually I'm really glad you brought this up because I've been having a really torrid time recently <laughs> in my shower <laughs> I'm
1: glad yeah let's get this out let's get this so out I, open.
0: I am normally a original source really? guy okay um. I knew I had run out, and in the evening, I, I I just I just left it too late to go out to the shops, so Tesco had already closed. So I had to go down to the newsagents uh, below me to Londis to Londis, and um, because I knew I needed to get it. Before the morning, because if I woke up and wanted to have a shower, I would be in a bad mood because I knew I didn't have it. So then I'd have to go down to it and get it. Yeah, I get that. I get it. It's a, psycholo- a psychology of showering. Exactly. Yeah. So I went down to Londis and they only have radox. Okay. Radox? Radox. 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 I'd say radox. Um, so I picked out the blue one. Cool. Nice smelling. I've had it before, but I have a real issue with Radox. And this might be for other brands as well. But when you squirt it into your hand, it is quite a... How do I put this? Like, it is quite a a solidified thing. It holds its shape. Yeah. Whereas original sauce, I find out, comes more as like a A a flow. Yeah, a goop. A goop. It goops out. Now, what I normally do is I pour it out into one hand and then... I use my two hands together to rub it. I
1: do the same thing.
0: Yeah. I do that. Now, what I often do as well, and this—I don't know—this is one of these weird. Uh, maybe it's a weird muggism. Are you sure you want to say this on a? I podcast? am going to say it. Okay. I put my hands together and I kind of push out my belly and I do my hands <laughs> over my chest so that any bits that drop fall onto my body so I, that I can
1: rub it in. I get you. I get. So that. basically, I'm not wasting. I just don't have to push my belly out because it's already out. So it just falls yeah. out automatically. I wanted to do that as to, <laughs> to make it
0: out that I'm nice. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, I yeah. can push out. Um, but so I'm always, I'm always on the mindset of con- conservation kind of and, and using as much as I can. Now, because of the RADOX form, it doesn't, when you start doing that, it just plops out all over the place. And then when I come to actually rub my body, I'm like, well, there's none on my hands; that it's already fallen out. So I have a real issue of this. But what I do is in the armpits. Yep. The bits that have fallen on my belly, I then kind of rub them down into my belly button. Yeah. Then I do my nether regions. <laughs> the nether world. The nether world mugs. Um, layer seven of the abyss. Um. <laughs> That's official. That's canon now. <laughs> that's that's cannon. your, um, and then, and then that's me done. Huh? So okay. it's kind of a bit of a pits, chest down,
1: uh, torso, netherworld. Do you do your arms? No, you don't do your arms. No, no, no. no See, no. I do my arms. I, I'm pretty much exactly the same as you. Um, I do have original source, but I've actually gone. I'm, I'm using Old Spice at the moment which i really like but i do have original sauce it's very manly yeah it's very manly. i really like it um but the i do have original original sauce because my mum bought me some for christmas mm. so i've got the mint um and i brought this up at work through the week and everyone was like oh do you put that like mm. do you You're put chiller th- yeah do you put that on your balls and i'm like yeah some Mate, people can't do it it's a great way to wake up some people can't do it you know they can't put that one on really there. yeah apparently <sighs> i feel like, but like yeah whatever week whatever week <clears throat> but I do that's, do my that's, like.
0: That's like saying, "Oh, I can't eat more than a korma." Yeah, get exactly. Out of
1: here. I do do my arms and my like neck and all of that, and I do all of that with the shower gel. Ah, uh, so I my... even try and get a bit of back and you know try, you know, like reach round. <laughs> my my neck, I and my back,
0: lick my <laughs> <laughs> I, my my neck. I have a um. Face wash, which I then do my neck. With. Oh, really? So okay. I do the face around the neck, so that's covered with that.
1: But the thing is, I do all of my upper body and my nether. Yeah, you know, very you know, the I, dark I really, areas. Get in there. I really get in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Legs... I, And you don't need to say more than that. If I, once I once I've put the shower gel where I want it to go, yeah. If there's still a bit going, I might I might do the my my the top of my legs, not like my thighs. Oh, yeah? interesting. But I will never like knee down. The the I idea am idea never neg- putting anything on there. No, no, 100% no, no, no. not.
0: If it, uh, I just want to add as well, if I have some left over on my hands, I clap
1: together my hands and I say, thank you for the food. You don't do that. Um, no, a, I don't do that's that. That's a very silly thing to um, say. <laughs> um, I just, I, I don't know. Life's too short, you know. Life's too short to get down there and wash those. Uh, You're quite washers. tall
0: as well, so it's, it's quite, quite a lo-
1: It's a long way to get down there.
0: Yeah. I'll be honest. My, I was going to say, no one wants to be bending down to, to in their washing but all of my stuff is at the bottom of my shower yeah. so I always
1: have to bend. I out. don't really like your using your shower
0: if it was if it was a lit, if 50% bigger and I had a little alcove to put stuff in if
1: you had a little bit I think you need a bit more water pressure I don't think your water pressure is very good
0: no I'd agree on that
1: yeah okay I'd agree on that
0: that's good I'm glad we do you know why? I, I actually <laughs> on that topic the water pressure thing I actually bought a new uh, uh, when I moved in I bought a new shower head. Oh yeah. Because I thought my water pressure was like really bad and it was because of the shower head. <laughs> this this way it was really bad. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized it was because my the left hand um, dial thing is like the power. And if you just move it, it goes halfway. But you have to press in the button to move it all the way around. Oh. Unless you maybe you've been doing that.
1: Yeah, that might be it. Might then. be. Might be why I've not been...
0: And, the, and then it turned out both shower heads are exactly the same. Yeah. Because oh, I, right,
1: I, okay. I actually don't think it's too bad. May, I, next time I have, I'll have to Make try because sure I, I don't think I've ever it. done that. Fine. Yeah, right. you're getting the weak boys. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it, to be honest, whenever I shower at yours, it feels like I've got about three people dribbling on me. That Well, yeah, because I've got yeah. multiple cameras and myself in there as well. Oh. Um, we went to the cinema the other week. Yeah, we did. Me, you, and another friend. It's quite... Yeah. I've not... I, I, it's been a while since I've been to the cinema. <laughs> I can't believe you mentioned that we had another friend that went with us. <coughs> so
0: the honesty in that, saying that yeah. we do have we didn't, at least one I other I didn't friend. want
1: people to think that we just went
0: to the cinema together. Well, the previous guests we've had on, Jeremy, Will, and Tom previously, they have been paid guests. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we do pay them. Yeah.
0: Compliments.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, we went to what did we? What did we go see, Andy? Tell, tell we everybody. We went to see
0: the film... M-3-G-H-A-N.
1: Is there an H? I don't believe there's an H there.
0: M-3-G-A-N. Yeah, that sounds right. So M-3-G-A-N, which can be described as Megan.
1: Megan. Megan. Can I just clear this up very quickly? Because when I go Megan, I'm talking about Drake and Josh, as in like the... you're asking me whether I know about that. And I'm yeah, like, well, well, poor, poor. <laughs> because Drake and Josh is a pretty seminal
0: show. I only had five channels growing up. <laughs> and Drake and Josh was not on any of those five no, channels. No, well, I
1: think, wait, what am I going to sound silly here? Drake, I think Drake and Josh was Disney Channel. Um, it was. And the, then the little sister is the, is the main, is iCarly, is the main character from iCarly. And she's Megan. She's Megan. Uh, and is that where you were referencing it from? Because she would always irritate them and then Josh, very amusingly in the show, would go, whenever Megan annoyed them, he'd realise she annoyed them and then he'd go, Megan. He'd Megan," would squint his eyes and he'd go, Megan. Uh, okay, well, I've been playing along with that
0: joke yeah. slash comment for a long time without realising what it was.
1: But uh, this is not about Drake and Josh's little sister. No,
0: this is about... Um, What's oh I wanted to make a joke and I've just forgotten the joke at the at the crucial moment. Um What's that doll called? Chucky. Yes, this yeah. is about Chucky. Chucky, child's the play. female Chucky.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we. It's I weird. liked it. Yeah, it's cool. I liked it's it. it's a cool
0: film. It is more entertaining than I think it is scary.
1: I wouldn't go into this film thinking it's like the new best horror film because no. i wouldn't even really describe it as a horror film
0: i yeah i think it, ha- it has a few jump scares which might then dictate it as being a horror sca- film
1: but i don't think it really it's is It's almost more like a kind of do you know what it's like a sci-fi comedy thriller what do you think about that yeah a sci-fi comedy i, thriller. Like, that. I like that i'd say that's what megan is rather than um, a horror film, rather than a horror. It's not. I mean, the, the trailers make it out to be a horror film. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, the tra yeah. I, I will say the trailers are great. Yeah, the trailers are fantastic. But they do do a. There's a fairly cardinal sin of sort of showing, showing all, of the all the bits, the, all the bits, you know, all of the bits. But it
0: was—I—I—I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a really good time. Yeah. Whilst there, um,
1: I one thing that I really enjoyed is that purely by coincidence, while um, you know, when you know around the time we went to see it and leading up to it, I just started reading um, iRobot mm. by Isaac Asimov. Mm. Now, if you have... Wait, a- I thought Will Smith wrote it. Will Smith is in the book. <laughs> uh, he, uh, there's a robot called um, Chris Rodney slaps him. <laughs> He doesn't. Um, so if you've seen the film iRobot, mm. um, it's nothing to do with the book. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think they mostly took the sequel to iRobot well, iRobot is a collection of short stories, but there was a book called K, uh I want to say it's like "Caves of Steel" or something like that. But that, that I think is what they took the story for, right? The okay. film iRobot from, and just use the name for clout because it's name. kind of a cool name, yeah. isn't it? iRobot. Um, and the first short story in iRobot is um, about these parents who have got their daughter a robot companion. And then they try; they're trying to like wean her off it because they don't think it's very healthy. Oh, this is exactly, and this, it's this really. Um, but, the, but they come to a, the, the the funny thing is that Megan, the film, comes to a very different conclusion than that short story does. I think the short story is oh. called Robbie. I think that's the name of it. But it's really, it's really funny. It's real. Well, it's not funny. It's kind of, um, it's kind of weird. But yeah, the it, is, it was just interesting that I was reading this book, which is all about. You know, if you've if you know anything about Asimov, he does like the Foundation series, mm. and obviously the, the he wrote a book called The Positronic Man, which is in his robot series as well, which became a film with Robin Williams called the Bi- Bionic, Bionic Man. Yeah, the Bionic Man. Yeah. that film is is based on that book by Asimov as well. And Asimov, it's... a real granddaddy of sci-fi oh, writing, absolute hero. Like, I, I've I I started reading Foundation um, last year or the year before. And I was so surprised at how like easy reading it is, mm. and the iRobot even is even more so. I think to be yeah. honest, it's brilliant. Um, but it was funny because obviously the whole premise in that is the idea that there are ro- like when when humans develop this technology to make robots, they instill within them these these three the laws three of, of robotics. robotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously watch it, you know. And then obviously watch and that and they and that puts into all the problems that happen in all of the short stories and that. But then obviously Megan. You know, although it's very similar to that first iRobot story, And I imagine there's probably a little bit inspired by it somewhere along the line. I, without a doubt, I don't. I don't, I don't think any
0: any creator of this film could not reference.
1: Yeah, it. I mean, if you if you're doing a robot uh, horror or a robot film, like you. Asimov is like the yeah he's the the you start there and yeah. then
0: you work forward
1: um, but yeah I, I really enjoyed Megan but like like we said it's not really it's it's really a film about um I don't know I guess it really it's a film about sort of grief and grief accepting and responsibility pa- parental responsibilities yeah and and and, and I think it's got a quite I mean there's a, there is a certain definite message to this film. About the idea of, um, you know, becoming too reliant on technology and just sort of palming off Mm. parental responsibilities on technology. And I think that's probably, that's the real message of the film, which is quite cool, considering it sets itself out to be a a, a child's play clone in, you know, to, it's not really a cloning thing, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's a really cool film. I think it's really interesting. Absolutely. Definitely worth a watch. Um,
0: And you'll be able to enjoy lots more Megan in the future yeah
1: a sequel due to a sequel
0: I feel like I read that there was going to be a trilogy but maybe I misread that did you, did you hear that
1: uh, I, d- I saw there was a thing about her a being sequel a sequel definitely coming sequel. I think in next year or the year after I think yeah and then I also saw something about her being some kind of gay icon that I can't really comment on. I've not read the article. I, it was, I didn't read the article. Really, uh, yeah, it was a headline. And I sort of looked. At it. it just puzzled me a bit. I think it might have been on the Guardian. I imagine it was on the Guardian. <laughs> and I sort of look, I looked at it and I was like, Oh, Keza writing that. Yeah, and I, and I was like, What? And then I, uh, and then I just thought, Okay, I'll just move on. Yeah. I don't think I need to read that article. Uh, but fair play, if you're gay and you love megan good job. Mm-hmm. Did you see that fake Epstein Island list that went around?
0: With this got sent to Mate, Alan sent so to good. Seeing um, ha- Callum,
1: <laughs> Callum Hudson and Doyle Doy. Mikel Arteta.
0: Don't leave this part in the podcast, <laughs> please. I beg you. No, you can't leave. That.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, right, you know but- how WWE is absolutely fucked right now. You know, as in wrestling i don't
0: i don't chris i okay. don't have any my ear is not to the ground <laughs> in the world wrestling okay. federation
1: let me do a little bit let me back up for you a little no <laughs> um, world wrestling it's the world wildlife fund well you world. have it on your wrist i do i do i do um Muggs has a tattoo of the panda from WWF on his i feel like we have to do like audio narration for some people <laughs> yeah that's that's fine yeah I, um, have a, I have a wwf panda on my left uh wrist yeah um you remember Triple H, right? I do remember Triple, Triple. H. Technically, is like the, the sh- walls of Jericho. No, uh, Triple H is, is like in charge of WWE now. Is he the acting or actual? I think he's. I think the general the manager. Because Vince McMahon. Now I don't know if you remember this. I do know that shit went down with him. Shit went down. Allegations. There were allegations of some inappropriate sexual things with Which- Vince McMahon it's I'm unsurprising not gonna, <laughs> I, that's what I
0: was getting at of all the people that allegations come out about
1: I'm gonna err on the side of probably yeah. happened I mean he did have a whole section in the ring where like his thing was he made people kiss his butt like he would pull his yeah. pants and have people kiss his butt Um, anyway Vince McMahon... Which is not what I did at
0: school, okay? (laughs) I didn't actually go around pinching or kissing boys' bums. I
1: think we've got it on record that you did do that. Let's move on. What did Vince McMahon do? Vince McMahon did a lot of naughty stuff, and so he had to step down. And so then Triple H became... um, General manager. General manager. Now... What ha- so? There's a whole point to this that I will get to at some point. I'm, but I'm here for the journey. But the reason WWE is fucked, right? is because Vince McMahon stepped down as like the whatever the, the person in charge, but he still kind of owns it. And okay. what happened was he wants to come so back. He, he's he's not CEO, but he's majority shareholder, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And he wants to come back. He basically wants to kind of just like come back. And everyone's kind of like, uh, like... Is the stuff still
0: ongoing? Or I, well, I has... don't really know. Okay. I think
1: I th- feel like there was like payoffs and, you know, all mm. of this shit. I don't really know. But um, essentially, they can't do certain things like sign off on media deals and all of this stuff without the owner's say. Yeah. So I think part of the thing was he was like pretty much like threatening to sell it to some like crazy thing. Like there were, there were talks that it was going to be sold to like some kind of Saudi consortium. Uh, okay. because he was just going to be like oh okay if you're not going to let me do what I want I'm just going to do this right okay so there was all of this drama over yeah. the WWE um, but the point I was trying to make was mm. Triple H who's in charge yes. of it he has moved all of the WWE pay-per-views from Sunday nights to Saturday nights good move good move I think good okay? move for because us for us nine to fivers for us nine to fivers, so you you've got to be up for Monday morning <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I can't remember the last time I worked nine to five, but yes. I can't. I work I work <laughs> seven to four. Yeah. Um we we um it's pretty cool. And so, yeah, you know, because there's some play. there's some rumblings, not attack Ooh, on Titan. Uh, okay. Royal rumblings, because it's yes. ro- we're get we're getting into WrestleMania season. Mm. And uh, uh the Royal Rumble's pretty soon. I think it's like next week or the week after. And i'll that see that's a Saturday night. So I'm kinda like, man, maybe I'll be Maybe I watch some Raw Rumble. Who knows? Yeah, but you would have watched it only if it was on a Sunday, anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't because I actually wouldn't because you I can't would watch WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania always ends up being in the Easter holidays when I don't ah, have to go to work the next day, goodness. so I do watch that. But the only problem is I might have a newborn baby around the time that WrestleMania is. Almost in fact, exactly. I think the time. I've got a feeling for some reason. I think WrestleMania is like is the beginning of April, and mm. so it would be quite concerning if I don't have a baby by then. I'm having a baby, so yeah. I mean, to be honest, I will probably be up at like with the time that it's on Trenkis anyway. This is so. really taking a toll on me, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you can catch the uh, shower gel in, on the on the top <laughs> of the bump. I
0: feel like we've, we we I've, I've meandered meandered us into a is it is it twins or oh, no? What's the film with Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: Yeah, twins. Twins with uh, Jackie Danny Chan. Devi- is it Jackie? No, Danny, Danny DeVito. Gets Danny DeVito. And you get.
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger
1: gets pregnant no that's but, not that film what is, is that it? a different film I think that's a different one. I think, I think well, what's the twins... film where he gets pregnant Kindergarten Cop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it that no, no daddy uh, daycare
1: no <laughs> that's Vin Diesel I yeah. think no. no twins Adam Sandler is it what? I don't know Messing Twins, twins like is Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito where they were separated at birth Right. Yeah. oh that's a great concept it for is. a film isn't it
0: it is a great film
1: brilliant um, well done whoever came up with that so, so we'll pre-
0: yeah. <laughs> what, I, what, what I was going to move us on to um, was, we haven't done it for a little while, anime recommendation. Anime of the week. Anime of the week. <laughs> anime of the week, <laughs> yeah. which has finished a little, uh, finished last year. Um, not finished, actually.
1: Finished its last season. I mean, I'm um, not going to watch anymore, so that yeah, is finished. Because you're anyway. reading on in the manga. Well, I kind of like, yeah, I did a little bit, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. You are going to watch it. Is Kaguya-sama Love is War? Love is war. Love is war. Love, Love is, is war. war. Yeah Love is war. Um What a show. What's the elevator pitch for Kagi sama Love is War? Because at the moment it sounds Peak rom. It sound, it sounds a bit soppy.
0: Well yeah, and that and that's that's the um that's the barrier you need to get over to appreciate the majesty. That's not how you sell something to someone. I know, like I, know <laughs> I know, I know, know. no. Kaguya-sama Love is war is a story about high school romance in the most ridiculous way possible. Mm. It is genuinely hilarious at every moment. I think it's the funniest
1: anime I've seen.
0: It's, yeah, I'd say, like, there are moments of One Punch Man and Mob which have me laughing as much,
1: but I don't think... Because both of them also have a lot of action yeah. and stuff. It, there's like the sort of... I, mean, I don't want to say there's the kind of like, oh, oh. dramatic emotion. Because they like, kaguya has oh, got the dramatic... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But love, it's not fighting.
0: Lo- love is war. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is the most consistently funny show I've watched.
1: I was, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, because it had me laughing loads. Like genuinely just actually laughing. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, sometimes, yeah. Like, if something's funny, you might, you might sort of go, huh. Yeah, you and know, I, I
0: think I think a big thing as well. Obviously, we watched a lot of it together. I I find a lot of things funny when I'm on my own, but I mm. don't regularly laugh out loud. Yeah. But I will acknowledge something as being really funny, and it's it's not it's not, a, it's not a negative to it. When I watched Kaguya on my own, I was genuinely laughing out loud because yeah. it's hilarious.
1: And um, you know, there's there's points at like One Punch Man and Mob where you're like laughing because it's it's just great. But yeah. one of the things that I love about Mob and One Punch Man is that like. The joke is always the same thing, and it's yeah. like oh, the, it's like like One Punch Man, for example. It's oh, this like uber mega bad guy that's been built up, and then he just punch, he kills him he one just punch.
0: Him. And yeah, you're like, oh man, style. I
1: love how. And it's like the more development that villain gets, just to be like, yeah, just to be put down on. by one punch. Um, I will say so, like those I've laughed at, but I think, like you say, Kage is one I've genuinely laughed at the most. I did laugh at points in other animals. like I did laugh at points in like. Evangelion and Jujutsu Kaisen, but not. I don't think they were supposed come to come now, Christopher. <laughs> <sighs> no, but uh, it's, it's 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 great. And actually, I I we've w- I've watched. We're up to date on it. I think there's a movie coming out, right? Yep. Um, the movie does the next arc, I believe. Um,
0: so we've had three seasons. Mm. All of them are twelve or thirteen episodes. I think the last season three is. Thirteen, maybe. Can't remember. Actually. about yeah. twelve or thirteen episodes each time, and they've come out pretty much yearly, um which for me is like, like the perfect pacing for an anime because I love a 12, 12 to thirteen episode series, mm. and then as long as you don't get to wait too long for each one,
1: yeah, it's brilliant. I, I will say actually, out of the animes that I have watched, which the list is, I will say it feels fairly extensive at this point. Mm. Obviously not as extensive as your list because you. Thank you very much. Well, uh, I don't know if you should really take that as a compliment. I. It is very important to me. Um, I will say it's probably got the funniest, or like maybe not the funniest, but like the best group of characters that I've seen Mm. in anime. And I don't think you're thinking of who I'm talking about here. Okay, I'm very intrigued to because see. I'm I'm with I'm not I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Yes, but I'm talking about the Ramen Kings. Oh my goodness! I think the they, Ramen they
0: are they are. I think they're like they're like. Once you start the show, you'll understand the premise and and the the the. the I think we can say subtitle, the premise of the show. The, su- think- the subtitle being "Love is War" is the idea of that whoever confesses first to the person they fancy is yeah. subjugated. So so the, the
1: the two main characters in the show are the the uh, Kagia who is the vice president of the student council and Shirogane. Shirogane, who is the president of the Shirogane, and they are like the top two students in the whole school. The cleverest people. Um, he's always number one, and she's always number two, and she is from a she's wealthy... From a, yeah, very you know, upstanding family. And he's not. He's not. He's from the opposite. <laughs> but and he's his, super clever. His dad is also a fantastic... <laughs> his dad is also an excellent <laughs> character. Um, but the, the Ramen Kings... The Ramen Kings. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're only in they're... I think probably two or three episodes. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think are
0: they? I think they're in each season. Maybe are they? not in season two. Huh.
1: Okay, but yeah. Regardless, regardless. Yeah. The moments when they come into the show, and I don't want to spoil anything. It's just it's just absolutely peak humor. Yeah. It's peak humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of uh, of it. I remember. Te- I remember. Um, texting you when i got to Big so we must have been watching we, i must I have think, been watching one we'd, pot separately we we
0: oh, we so we started watching it i watched season I one forced, on my own i watched i watched season I one forced, on my own I, I I think. we started together yeah. We watched the first couple of episodes and I was like, come on, Chris, you need to watch the show. And you were like, I'm not watch it. it's, just, it's just a slice of life. I, start,
1: <laughs> I tell you, I started watching it um, on season one. I started watching it only when I was doing a workout, like in my garage. Yes. So I was doing like one episode every two weeks. That w- that was, <laughs> that, was it. that was it. No,
0: you started it on your own and then we watched a few bits in the middle and then you
1: finished the yes. first season on your own and then we watched because all the rest Because I remember texting life. you at the end of season one, I think it is, just going, oh, a taxi driver's a badass. <laughs> and it's just such a great moment. It
0: is, moment. Yeah. <laughs> like it, so yeah, the the, the King, well, you don't want to spoil anything because just go watch it. It's not even that very long.
1: I, and I will say the payoff, from where we are right now, so we're we're recording this January 2023, the payoff at the end of season three, mm. it's just, honestly, it's one of the best sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. moments of an anime that I've like watched yeah. easily. Yeah. As I said at the time, I was like, uh, you know what? You know what, Andy. Your recommendations are usually shit, <laughs> but but this but this is a this is a fantastic yes. Yeah. Se- you, know, you, you end done of good. a done You've done good, Andrew. Yeah. If this recommendation, very good, very hugely
0: good. recommend. Very easy watching, very funny, and especially because like everyone, the thing which is I find so consistently great about it is that it goes through almost every awkward or moment of growing up that you ever have and yeah. even if there might be moments where it wasn't relatable there will be a moment where something is relatable and you cringe yeah. at the scenario happening you're just
1: going oh my gosh it just reminds you of something you did it in like secondary going exactly like, oh.
0: it's all of those awkward moments growing up um, and when love is beginning to bloom or feelings are coming out mm. and how you navigate that and all just all of the characters in the show are just fantastic all of the characters are fantastic the openings are all fantastic.
1: Yeah. The songs. Yeah, they are. They're all done by the same guy. All done by the same guy. Who
0: who I think I did a little bit of kind of googling and stuff, and he's kind of considered the um
1: uh what's his name? Can I say can Tom, I, he's I was just gonna say, is it Tom Jones? Are he you talking is, about Tom Jones? He's yeah. considered brilliant. the Tom
0: Jones of Japan. And I think he, i feel
1: like i have to, i want to call this podcast episode the tom the jones tom of <laughs> japan. japan yeah <laughs>
0: he i think there was something about i i, I might be slightly misremembering, remembering here but i feel like it's like he doesn't really do music anymore okay. and they got him in to do the openings i might that might be wrong but i do know that he's considered like the tom jones yeah. and it makes perfect sense. yeah it's, but even
1: the all right i'll tell you what actually before you move on yeah the um all of the songs like so you if you're listening to this, you pro- you might know the Tom Jones song "Sex Bomb." Mm. It is literally like yes. all of the openings are literally that song, that kind in of thing, different yeah, like yeah. sort of variations.
0: And the animation, the openings
1: as well, is so. Cons- uh, good. I kind of uh, that's one of the things that I kind of had a uh, about it. Oh, really uh, apart from season three. I think season three is excellent. Oh, I didn't okay. really like the animation. Well, no, uh, I didn't really care. I was just yeah, like, okay, oh, okay. Okay, okay, I love the music. Yeah. I didn't really like the animations too much of the openings of okay. season one and two. Sorry. I do. I hate That's it. That's okay. I also, mid- I also really like... Six out of ten. <laughs> I also
0: really like... I'm not too big on the ending songs, but I quite like the payoff that we've now had of the ending animations because they all tell a story that kind of continues, even though you might not realise it initially. I really love the continuity of an
1: ending, which is the same. You just reminded me, and we're gonna have to go on a massive tangent in a second. Yeah. But I will—I'll bring it back to it. we will finish up talking yeah. about Kaguya, and then we'll—we'll we'll have to go on a big tangent here. By the way, oh, so God. just put ap- apologies. Right, well, I, gonna think, go that, on big I think that was pretty much all I needed I to say about genuinely, Kaguya. It's fantastic, and if you're—if you're listening yeah. to this, it's yeah, 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 such yeah. a great show. Like, I, 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 I i refuse to watch it for you're a long very time, reluctant, a very long time. And then I always like, win out when
0: it comes to these things. Yeah. You know, I, I'm very strong at forcing. Don't
1: something. Don't watch the Evangelion films. Uh, so. <laughs> so you should watch. You should only watch End of Evangelion. So um, you were talking about how the ending animations are really fun, are really great, and they tell like stories. They have like a, cons- a
0: yeah. consistent story. Season
1: three's yeah. ending one. What? What? Explain that to us. Okay.
0: So I kind. I I had to. I we watched it the first time with Chris, and I was like, "Does this look familiar?" And, and there had been a really subtle thing that for a long time I had been texting Chris saying like, "Oh, when you come over, like maybe we should like watch film. Like, oh, by the way, are you um, have you ever watched um, oh, Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers." And Chris was like, "No, I've not actually." And I was like, "Oh man, it's like it's a really cool film. Like, really, really, really great, great, interesting kind of social biting kind of thing wrapped up in a sci-fi shooter." And I've been dropping this hit for like months being like, oh, I really like to watch it. And then they're like, oh, I'm not really feeling a film tonight. I was like, oh, no worries. So let's watch some anime, blah, 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 blah. So then season three's ending happens and it is Starship Troopers
1: with the characters from Gaggy Um. So it's so funny you bring this up. It's funny that that was it because I actively now will not watch that film Uh, until because on my 2023 reading list is now starship troopers now because this all came up because i was listening to a podcast of this little author that i kind of like called brandon sanderson who i might have brought before yeah and they were talking about the idea of um adaptations Mm. of books and they were they were specifically talking about the idea of the best And the worst adaptations of books. Interesting. And Starship Troopers was brought up as being one of the worst adaptations of a book, not because the film's bad, okay, but because the film actively, yes, actively goes so far against what the actual book was always about and what the core message of the book was. Yes. Yeah. But it. But it's so intentional. I don't really know. I can't remember exactly what it all was. I know there's some kind of. Like there's a big political thing about it and, and, and something like that. Like the, but I don't want to, I don't want to say anything cause I can't remember which way around it is, but I, I really now I'm, and I've because of that conversation and where it was in the Kaguya Sama ending or that, it's been in my brain yeah. just somewhere percolating. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, this year I'm going to read the book. Okay. Okay. And then I will watch the film. So
0: as far as I understand, and this, this is through Reddit posts as in comments mm, and yeah. stuff. They are. The, the film and the book are polar opposites yeah. of each other. And I've not read the book. And I don't really know anything about the book. The film is by Paul. I can never say his name. Paul Verhaven. Who's the guy who did like Robocop, Total yeah. Recall. Um, we actually watched not too long ago his film L. Which is about the lady film director who has like a, a homebreaking. Oh God! Yeah. yeah, yeah. All of his stuff, the vast majority, of it, and um, he also did uh, *Benedetta*, which is the nun film recently. Um, they are always wrapped up in social commentary mm. stuff, and *Starship Troopers*. What's I find it such a fascinating film because it's at release. It was panned. Yeah. And now it has a cult following. It was
1: built a bit sort of like Terminator, all about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sci fi action film that was the big thing at the time.
0: Like, maybe, I don't don't think it is even too, but I was going to say maybe it's too subtle about its social critiquing and um, that kind of aspect. I
1: don't think it probably is, but maybe it is. Because I think I, I might have got sorry. Sorry, my dog is just uh, deciding mm-hmm. to move. Um, I think I don't know the, why I said. I just went. Yeah. That's all right, Chris. That's all right. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, it's I think, hugely I think it's, anti-fascism. Yes, and I I think the, I think I'm right in saying that the author of it is like a really big like libertarian, and sort of the whole point of his his book was this idea about you know, quite a lot of like militarism and yes. not necessarily not necessarily maybe the glorification of it, but the idea that it was like sort of the people with most power are gonna be able to survive, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then and I think the the not the, the the people in the podcast weren't saying that it was wrong that I mean no. They're both authors, just to give some perspective, yeah. yeah. So I think they were saying that it's kind of it's interesting and the message from the film is great, and they agree with the message from the, that the film puts across. Mm. But the idea of t- buying or whatever it is, or, or or taking on the rights to a book, the IP, yeah, the, the yeah, the rights to the IP to 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 adapt it, but then speci- but then purposefully, by the way, like they knew what they were doing, mm. purposefully shitting on and changing the intent of the original mm. IP. Is that okay? And I, I, I don't know. I, I, that's something I want to explore this year when I read the book and all yes. that. And, and I thought that was just quite interesting. And it's funny that, it, you know, because I, I we were watching, we finished Kaguya Sama season three and then, you know, only maybe a month or so later I heard this, and this podcast had and thing. I was like, yeah, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, okay, it, that's okay. the weird well, I would be
0: So I, I only have reference to the film and I haven't watched it for a long time, but I, I remember it quite well mm. and I also know... Call quite well as a director, so I'll be very interested for you to read the book and then
1: to to follow on from that seed of conversation that's been put in your head. Well, I, and I don't know if you know this, but the um, the author whose name I don't know at the moment, I, I find out obviously. Yeah, uh, I, he wrote. He then wrote more books uh, in, the, in, in, the in the series in this, ah. uh, as a res- almost like as a response to the film that was made so yeah i'll be absolutely i don't know if i'll read them more of them but i do want to read the read the book first and then uh, have a look at it just so i can see that cool Well
0: you you read the book first and then finally i can get my wish of making you watch the film yeah um because i it's hilarious at points Yeah. yeah it is so ridiculous but that will be a good conversation point for future then in terms of using IP for a different purpose.
1: I think that's a really big, that's a really interesting conversation to have. And I don't want to just repeat there, the other book, the podcast. That no, did, no, no. And I think that is, and I think
0: there's, there's obviously a, as well Sanderson and who's the other guy?
1: It's Dan Wells. He, yeah. he, he writes mostly sort of horror thriller stuff. I'm actually reading my like book. I'm reading right now is his book that was, it's called "I am not a serial killer," and it was made into a film a, a, a while back. Yeah, uh, but yeah,
0: they will. It's it's interesting because they will probably have quite a different look on it as authors themselves.
1: Yeah, but having said that though um specifically Dan Wells I don't know much about Brandon Sanderson but Dan Wells is like a really outspoken socialist and all that's so he yeah. he very much disagrees with whatever message the book of Sascha sure, is saying sure, sure, so sure, sure. it's funny to hear the opinion of being of like oh man I really disagree with the message of this book but I also kind of disagree with using ch- an IP using for an... a different message yeah yeah absolutely like the idea of like and
0: that that's what that's but that's why I think it's interesting having the all authors yeah. as the podcasters because if we were doing it and we yeah. re- even if we'd read the book and done
1: the film we would have never I don't think that would have really yeah come across it's as like an imagine, issue imagine imagine but putting, it's a totally valid issue. imagine putting like years of your life into a piece of work and then having someone you know buy, pay you and then just completely mishandle it and get the wrong end of the stick it must be absolutely devastating i'm sure but mm. you know how it goes for money, sure money now, Speaking, speaking topic, of funny films
0: <laughs> and social commentary, Ooh, nice. we also saw a film uh, uh, maybe a month ago, month or two ago.
1: It's before New Year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Chris, can you just, um, you know, scrunch up your face a bit more? I want to see the triangle of sadness uh, just between your eyes. We I, actually d- I actually
1: did it. I tried to do it then as did well. Did you?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. I couldn't see a triangle. I just saw two lines of disappointment. A massive greyhound (laughs) staring at me. Uh, We went and watched Triangle of Sadness. Yes. A film that I saw at London Film Festival and was very smitten by and loved. (laughs) And I was kind of like, my goodness, Chris is going to love this film.
1: Uh, Yeah. And I did did (laughs) love this film. I thought it was very, very, uh, very amusing. It's very funny. It's a very amusing film. It's possibly the most on the
0: nose uh social critique yeah. i've ever seen
1: i love Do you know what it's like I hitting was... a like metal bar over someone's head about yeah, its <laughs> its thoughts when you mentioned about uh, talking about this film on the podcast i was a little bit like oh my gosh i need to think more about it and what one of the things i love about this film is that it is obviously a really you know funny social commentary but it also sets itself up in especially in the first 25 30 minutes as a pretty standard drama mm. in that you, you know, to, a, a foreign language art drama. Yeah, I mean, cause you know, to, to sort of give you the elevator pitch that, you know, the, the main characters in quotes are two, um, you know, early mid twenties, very attractive models, uh, a, 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 the, the guy who's British and, uh, I think she's, is she, is she French or something? She's actually South African. She's South African, and yeah. very sadly, she yeah. died just before the
0: premiere, or mm. well, maybe just after the premiere. It was around about that time. Very sadly.
1: Well, they basically play two models, yeah. and they're the and she and she is you know she's got quite a lot of like Instagram followers, yeah. and he's sort of a male model where things are a little bit more difficult, and so yeah. you know, and it shows very well the difference. In, and I, I I love the way looking back on it, having finished watching the film. The the first half an hour or so just kind of sets itself, up being like, oh, it's going to be some drama about their love life and how yeah, difficult and the, it is between them, and
0: and and the and the, the husband and wife um,
1: patriarch. Yeah, or, can or, or he accept her being the more successful? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. When when males should dominate, kind of that kind that, of stuff, that blah, blah, blah.
1: scene in the in the restaurant in the restaurant, and then the scene afterwards going back to the hotel yeah. or whatever it is. They brilliant
0: with an incredible camera in the in the car. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, it's
1: excellent. The, she uh, he like. He she'd offered to pay. Oh yeah, I don't want to spoil it. It's brilliant. There's a lot
0: of things. And also there's a, there's three acts in the film and there's a third act, which I, I don't want to really mention because I feel like in a lot of the, um, trailers and stuff like that, it doesn't show it. Okay. Okay. Cool. And that, so that's why, yeah. because yeah, I actually, I'm pretty sure a lot of the, um, posters and trailers and stuff don't show the third act cool and i i i don't want to mention it because i think it's a very fun and interesting twist yeah yeah you know it's not not a twist when you
1: like like you said like what i said about the first 20 30 minutes or so you would have no idea where this film is going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, genu- yeah, yeah, I genuinely would be amazed if someone could watch the first half an hour of Triangle of Sadness and tell you where that's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I genuinely don't think anyone could. And just very quickly as well on the first on that opening, um,
0: the the f- fashion show that happens. Yeah. Oh my god! Is it's like like Will Ferrell levels well, it, it, of comedy? Well, it is
1: like a it is like, like Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah,
0: because it's like. it's just brilliant like save the planet equality (laughs) women's rights it's like it's like oh it's just brilliant it just it just is shitting on any company
1: trying to look like modern and kind of yeah uh but so you know the the bits that obviously we can talk about um the they sort of work their way onto a boat and there's a fact they get it they get it free from like Instagram yeah Yeah, she's taking she's taking pictures and putting them on her feed you know of her on this boat as though she's on a cruise but obviously they're not they're actually just still moored aren't they and they're not away yet while she's doing that I think (laughs) is it are
0: they maybe they they are maybe they are I think the impression
1: I get is that they're at at the beginning of it they're like they're there kind of while they're still setting the boat up and everything and then she's getting these as though they're off on you know mid and a cruise like just because just show more like everything's fake. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. And, and then, the captain of the ship is Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Which is a great cameo in this <laughs> film. And there's for there's, the first for the first like hour as well. You only hear his voice. Yeah. And when he finally comes into it. <laughs> the interaction between him and the is he the Russian, he, is he Russian guy? Russian yeah, guy. there's a Russian guy, and so would you he's gotta made imagine. it. He's
0: made his money through shit. Yeah. Oh, through, yeah. <laughs> like manure and stuff, basically.
1: He. So you've obviously got this horrendous Russian billionaire who you know is just an awful. You know everything. He's just like chucks money out to. You know. <laughs> but he's also an incredible character. He's brilliant. He's, he's a fantastic. brilliant character. Yeah. Um, but there is part where things, you know, they, they go through like a kind of rough bit of weather. Yeah, in the boat. yeah. yeah. There is a bit of a storm, and <laughs> it's when they have the captain's dinner. Yeah, the captain's dinner, and people are just oh yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> but him and Woody, Woody Harrelson's l- character. Let's just say,
0: when I saw it at London Film Festival, we got given complimentary sick bags yeah. with the triangle of sadness thing, and a, and a bit of like oh. La- laugh at social
1: inequality blah 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 blah, yeah. blah blah now throw up now repeat all the steps it's so good it's so uh, but the but the what i love is that the the boat is obviously you know it's, it's a mega yacht yeah okay yeah, yeah. and there's you know they've it to the point where there's you know loads of people working on it there's loads of like sort huge of, you know, staff huge amount of staff and they and obviously the captain there but it's all literally just like the mega rich like the yeah yeah there's a there's a british elderly couple who like invented the grenade yeah, who, yeah or yeah. something the family invented the grenade or something and they but and, and this russian family and ascent but woody Harrelson's character is like a marxist <laughs> <and> he's <laughs> a captain of this ship and he's a complete communist and they end up having this 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 communist capitalist debate over the tannoy while yeah everyone is very ill and it's brilliant it's just it, absolutely quality it's it's
0: also it does a wonderful um There's like a, at the beginning when it comes up with the actual um, title of the film, there's like this like screaming metal song that Mm -hmm. plays kind of, which is a bit of a shock. And then when it has the big moment off where people are feeling a little unwell on the boat, again, it comes in with this like fucking metal song, just like do 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 like it just blows up and everything goes crazy. But it's, a
1: ver- it's very funny. Very, 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 funny. very funny. Well um, worth a watch. Um, and the payoff the pay at the end is just... Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, Ruben Osland is the director. Nice. Um,
0: and this won Palme d'Or this year, can, And he is the youngest person to win two ah. Palme d'Or. What was his other one for? A film called The Square. Uh, which is a film I have owned on iTunes for years. And I've been wanting to watch because everyone, I think it's, it's a, it's exact again, satirical mm-hmm. um, class, equality, wealth kind of uh, issue. It's more about kind of art museum stuff and the issues there. Um, But it's like, I think it's like, again, like triangle sand Sadness, like two and a half to three hours. And I've like been like about to press play on it, but it's yeah. all, this is the first time he's done a, uh, English language film. Oh, okay. So the vast majority in this film is spoken in English. All those okay. previous films. So the ones just subbed. it was subbed. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, another, f- it's that one, the Palme d'Or. And the, another film that I have seen of his is Force Majeure, which is about wealthy family going skiing and an avalanche happens. And the dad maybe doesn't act like a dad should. And basically there's like relationship issues that start. Creeping. Excellent film. Brilliant remake done with will ferrell in it (laughs) and it was one of the most bizarre american remakes it was like this is a film which has no reason to have an american remake of a film it's like Like old boy i was just about to say just like old boy like why have you done this
1: well there's something else that's had an american remake that to a degree death note oh god yeah. yeah Uh, oh, and no. they're, ne- they're never good it's never gonna work out correct oh I was gonna I was thinking of funny games but uh, yeah that's different that's a different thing that's a whole different yeah, kettle of yeah. fish because it's the same kind yeah of um <laughs> but yeah uh, uh, absolutely hilarious. and I, I was what, uh, the point I was gonna make before you mentioned force majeure is that it'd be funny if his next film had a n- different shape in it it's the square triangle Try. maybe he if he does a if he does a circle, a circle, circle and it. then a cross big playstation fan and that's why we are the best playstation podcast we are the playstation podcasters, podcasters. Podcast. <laughs> um and i think that's gonna do it i think the, what do you the, think was there anything uh, else you wanted to talk about there today? was one other bit because we were talking about triangular sadness um and we didn't want to mention a little bit at the end the third I'll, act the third act because obviously they're on the boat the little bit and we're, <laughs> so yeah the little bit and obviously when you mentioned them being on a boat it reminded me that I wanted to remind everyone that I have actually read over a thousand chapters of One Piece because they're pirates they're pirates hmm. on a boat hmm. well Chris did I actually just before so I'm really sorry oh, we, it's fine we do, bro, we do finish with that traditionally yeah but I did genuinely almost cry uh, at a boat in One Piece when I. Was I older. know you told me yeah And if you have read One Piece, you'll know what I'm talking about. Well, folks. Rip in peace. That's going to do it for another episode
0: of Bomb Squad. This is episode 52. 52. Thank you very much. Put your twos up. Peace out. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, And next time. And and next time. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.
1: Bye. Bye. I thought we were going to get an episode without you doing. boy. Mid and Abyss did you say?